0: The Point of Impact Podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact Podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Thanks so much for joining us today. Appreciate having you each and every time you listen. We know there's lots of podcasts and lots of things that you can be doing with your time and to take a half an hour and listen to this podcast means a lot and I want you to to hear that and hear the sincerity in which I say it. I, I, I understand I'm busy people, lots of things to do, lots of options, choosing to listen, you know, makes, makes a difference for me in terms of putting the time in to put these together and produce them and the content and all that, you know, that's my part of it. And, and then you, your response by listening. I appreciate that. And, and again, the whole idea behind this podcast is that it gives me an opportunity to share all kinds of things that that I've learned and experienced uh, through the years, all types of content that I have developed over a number of years. And this is an outlet for me to share that with you. And I, I'm thankful for the podcast medium. It really is uh, for someone who's you know spent the majority of my career in, in public speaking and speaking in large group gatherings, the podcast is, is just a, a way to continue to speak and to be able to reach anyone as opposed to just a particular group of people in a particular geographic setting. Uh, and I really love that. I love that so much. And I appreciate hearing from you. Drop us a line. Just go to rickmcdaniel.com into the, into the contact section there and just drop us a line. Appreciate hearing from you where in the United States or where around the world you're listening and what you enjoy about the podcast. Appreciate all that kind of feedback. and certainly also appreciate any kinds of reviews and ratings and all those things. All that stuff is is very helpful. If this is helping you and you think it could help other people by giving your experience, that would that would certainly be fantastic. But love to hear from you and know that this is helping you. Thankful for all the mediums, whether it's The big apple or whether it's spotify or iheart or amazon or the prey app where so many uh, are listening as well however it is that you're getting this podcast however it's coming to you i'm really glad that you're listening let me just share with you one thing that just is a bit timely so one of the most popular television series that's come out in recent times has been ted lasso two seasons on Apple TV, huge, huge, huge hit. And people were waiting and waiting and waiting for season three to come out. And so it just came out on, uh, on Wednesday night. Um, and I did a, um, for the Bible app, the U version Bible app, a, a plan called believe. Now, if you watch the show, you know, that, that Ted Lasso puts up in the locker room, this, um, big banner with, uh, uh, which is yellow with blue and it says believe and, and the graphic for the believe plan that I did for the Bible app is looks, it's a representation of that uh, reproduction of, of, of exactly that banner that's in the Ted Lasso's uh, locker room that of the team that he coaches. And though, you know, Ted Lasso is a TV show and has a storyline and, and certainly what, I did with the Believe uh, is, is is not a Ted Lasso-endorsed um, <laughs> plan. At the same time, the theme of Believe and Believing is what that plan is all about. And if that's something that could help you, that you need encouragement to have belief and to believe for a good future, a bright future, And whether it's in your personal life, professional life, whether it's financially or your health, whatever it might be, then by all means, go on the Bible app, Bible.com or the Bible app, type in Believe or Rick McDaniel and find that plan and and sign up for it it's five days so it would if you start on monday be done on a friday for instance or you could start whenever you want it's five five you you do one each day and it's a scripture and then and then a uh little devotion uh that you can reflect on and and so i think he can really help you and i hope that you'll take advantage of it and with this new uh Season coming out of Ted Lasso seemed like a perfect time to just say, hey, make sure and the Believe reading plan, I think it will help you immensely. All right. So we've been talking about life's too short. Life's too short and life is short. And we've talked about several different aspects of life's too short. And basically what we've kind of landed on is that life's too short to not have certain things in your life and life is too short to have certain things in your life that you don't need. So life's too short to not have passion in your life. And life is too short to, 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 uh, have a conflict. Like let's get rid of the conflict. There's things you don't want in your life and there's things you do want in your life. And so we've kind of rotated back and forth between those things that you, you know, it's, you don't, you, you don't want to have regrets in your life. Uh, don't want that. We, you know, we talked about that, like, Life's too short to have regrets, and it positively absolutely is too short to have regrets. Here today, I want to I focus on life's too short to be bitter. Bitterness is uh, something that you just simply do not want in your life. Life's too short to carry that around. When we're offended or hurt, we can have the response of being bitter. And I'm just telling you, that's not the response. You don't want that stuff in your life. It's just not something you, you want. There is a scripture in the Bible in the Book of Hebrews, twelve verse fifteen, and it says, "The root of bitterness." Now, I love that because it's like a, it's really just a powerful metaphor. You know what roots do? You know they go, they go down and into the ground, and they spread all around. And and what happens is that that's what bitterness does. It just spreads. It spreads. It gets into your heart and it spreads. And you don't want that. It's a cancer. It will, it will choke out all the love, joy, and happiness that you could have in life. I'm telling you, bitterness is useless. It has no value for you. Now you may say Hey listen Rick I've experienced betrayal Lies Injustice I've been abused Mistreated And I would say um, Years of working with people I totally understand that I have sat with people Who've experienced all those things and more And uh, I understand Believe me it's, It's hit home here just recently in my own family. So I understand that when injustice or mistreatment, abuse, discrimination, betrayal, unfair attacks and criticism, I understand that when those things happen that you say, you know, I have a reason to be bitter. I have a reason for it. And what I would say to you is, You know, you may have a reason for the potential of bitterness to be in your life, but life's too short for it. It's just too short. There is someone in the Bible, Joseph, whose brothers, his own brothers, sold him into slavery. Now, you talk about a reason for bitterness. There's your reason right there. Your own family members betray you. Now, again, maybe you've had that experience. You go, I know exactly, you know, maybe not the sold and the slavery, but the, the betrayal, the betrayal, the abuse you've experienced that you've, you, you know what that's like. And so you say, I have a reason to be bitter. And again, I'm not denying or downplaying or dismissing in any way, shape or form what you may have experienced. What I'm saying to you is holding on to that and allowing bitterness and the roots of bitterness to get into your life, do you no good? Life's too short to hold on to grudges and to allow bitterness to consume you. And it will, it will consume you. I'm sorry to say, but that's the truth. I think by far the biggest problem with it is that we get consumed by it while the person who wronged us just happily goes on with their life. So in other words, while you're holding on to that bitterness and it is effectively ruining your life, it's not ruining their life. Life's like just Life's too short for that. So you say, I don't know if I'm bitter. I, I mean, I've, I've had some hurts. And well, let me just share some symptoms of bitterness with you and just see if any of these resonate. Excessive complaining. People holding on to bitterness complain excessively because that bitterness causes them to to just constantly be uh, dissatisfied. And so that dissatisfaction manifests itself in, in complaining about all types of things. Interpersonal conflict. The reason you have, say, a higher level of interpersonal conflict is because you're carrying around that bitterness. And so that bitterness... It, it just, it flares up and it just causes... You, you read things into people that aren't there. You are questioning motives when it's so impossible many times to understand what some, someone's motives may be. Intense emotions. There's just an intensity. And that intensity is a direct result of the bitterness and carrying that bitterness in your heart. Inability to trust. Yeah, you can't trust because... You know, you've got the bitterness and it causes you to not trust. And again, trust is the foundation of relationships. It just is. That's just a fact. It cannot be denied by anyone who works in the field of relationships. Counselors, therapists, pastors, they all know this. So when you can't trust, then how do you have healthy relationships And life's too short, right? Life's too short to not have healthy relationships. So this bitterness is just, it's just destructive on so many, 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 many levels. You just don't want it in your life. It's not, it's not good for you. It will not help you. It will not bless you. There's nothing about it that is good for you. It just does not do anything positive for you. Bitterness, really, it's, it's you know, it hurts you. It doesn't hurt the other person. You could think of it like, you know, like when you're bitter, that means that the other person really, you know, got you. And if they got the best of you, then, then you know, they're winning and you're losing if you want to look at it from, you know, that type of perspective. Just don't allow it to be in your life life's too short and the bitterness shows i mean it it'll it'll manifest itself it will show itself now you may say you know this is all well and good rick but you know what what am i supposed to do then with this bitterness that i have with these feelings that i have i mean it's, I mean, it's a very valid question what do you do So let's just start, because this is where it all begins. And I want to share several principles with you that I've used to help many people to be better, not bitter. And that's really the goal, to be better, not bitter. Life's too short to be bitter, but life's definitely not too short to be better. And it all begins with a choice that you make. And what is that choice? We know what it is, but I'm going to just spell it out, to forgive. That's a choice you make. Bitterness goes away when forgiveness comes in. Now, what does that mean? It means to forgive. It means that you let go of whatever was done to you. You release others, a person or persons, from the debt of what they've done to you. You make a conscious choice to do that. And only you can do that. Only you can say What you did Is so unfair It's so unjust Never should have been done And you can say You know you ruined my life But I hope you would say You tried to ruin my life You didn't ruin my life but you, you, you tried But you did not succeed And you say I'm, I'm just I'm not going to hold on to this Because you end up consuming this meal of un, unforgiveness and the, you know the the person that gets consumed is you i cannot tell you how many people i've talked to through the years and like the person that's done them wrong they just go on with their life like no big deal and and yet the other person is stuck and life's too short to be stuck in this bitterness in this cycle of anger resentment, bitterness, anger, resentment, bitterness, and the way you free yourself of it is to choose to forgive. Now, I want to be very clear. Forgiveness does not mean that they are not responsible. It does not mean that at all. It does not mean that you are saying what they did was somehow not wrong. It is wrong. It will always be wrong. That will never change. And it does not mean that somehow you have to be best buddies with them. Like, oh, you know, we'll just put this behind us. No. Now, I know what many of you think. I'll forgive when they ask me for forgiveness. You know, that's when I'll forgive when I get a proper apology. But that's not always going to happen. I mean, sometimes it happens. I've gotten letters. I got a letter from somebody. Well, I've got a number of them over the years, but I'll just think of one. Probably eight or ten years after eight or ten years after the fact. Dear Pastor Rick, I'm sorry, you know, this is what I was going through at the time. This is what I've learned. In the meantime, I I was wrong, so forth and so on. Okay, great. I mean, great. That's fantastic. But for every one of those that you're waiting to receive, there's more that you'll never receive. I mean, some people are just so clueless. They have no self-awareness. I mean, if there's one thing that I just feel like is becoming almost an epidemic is a lack of self-awareness. It just seems like people just don't are not seeing things the way that they really are. It's just bizarre to me because I I don't know why they can't see it. It's so obvious, but there's tons of, of the lack of self-awareness out there. Now, here's another thing about forgiveness, right? Is In order to be forgiven, we have to forgive. One of the most amazing things, you know, that Jesus ever said, and I mean you really need to hear this because lots of people like to talk about things Jesus said about love, which is fantastic because he was the prophet of love for sure. But that's not all he talked about by no means. And one of the things that Jesus said, you know, there's a reason why they call them the hard sayings of Jesus. (laughs) Like they're hard. They're hard to hear. They're hard to accept. They're hard to practice. Okay, not easy. Here's one of them. If you won't forgive, then you can't be forgiven. And other words, Jesus says, I will not say to the Father, forgive this person, if you yourself will not be willing to forgive another person. So that's pretty stunning because all of us need forgiveness. So if you needed some kind of greater motivation than just me saying life's too short, Uh, To be bitter because bitterness just just does you no good and life's too short for it. How about, listen, you you know, if you don't forgive, you can't be forgiven. And then that puts you in a very, 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 very bad spot. So it's a matter of a choice that you make, that you decide, that you choose, that I am going to be someone who is not going to give in to bitterness. I'm just, I'm just not going to do it. Not gonna allow it to happen because the bitterness will take a toll. Relationships will suffer. Your mental and physical health will suffer. There are, there are those who believe that bitterness can can bring diseases into physical diseases can be brought into a person's life by their mental outlook as it relates to bitterness. Marcus Aurelius, you know, way back, got to go way back on that one, Roman times. He said, misfortune, nobly born is good fortune. Misfortune, nobly born is good fortune. So even if you have an experience that we could put under that large generic term of misfortune, it can be good fortune for you if you nobly bear it, which is to say that you say, I'm not going to become bitter over it. I'm not going to allow it to get inside of me and turn me into somebody that I don't want to be. Because that's the thing about bitterness, you know. I mean, we all know these people. We all know them. You ever been around a bitter person and thought, gosh, I'd like to be like that person. (laughs) Nobody says that. No one says that. It, we, we, we have pity on those sorts of people. It's like, how sad is it that they are so bitter? As people get older, you'll notice, you know, they'll get kind of cantankerous and cranky. And many times it's because they're holding on to things. And then as life gets goes by and they realize those things aren't going to change and they realize that there's much less time left for them on this earth, these things build up. Let's go back to, to Joseph for a moment and just kind of watch what happens here uh, in terms of forgiveness. So um, Joseph actually chose to forgive his brothers and you could say, wow, that was great. What a, what a great thing he did. And that kept him from being bitter. But that literally was the beginning point, not the end point. So here's here's another step in that I'm not going to be bitter process. Joseph actually looked to, to do good, to actually help rather than harm his brothers. So like to overcome bitterness, use your gifts and your talents to do good, to help other people. In other words, counteract the bad people in this world by doing good. Look for opportunities to do good, to help others, to bless other people. Because the more that you spread that around, the more that can overcome the unjust, unfair, deceitful discriminatory betrayals lies and all the bad things that can happen to any one of us and the more the good is allowed to spread it counteracts the bad don't let bitterness be contagious but but let good works become contagious You know, again, speaking of Jesus now, he's the the one I follow. So I'm going to reference him all the time. He said, when we do good works, we honor our Father in heaven. In other words, when we do things that are good, what it says is it reflects positively on God and his love. And that's a very positive thing when we do good things people who have been hurt and mistreated criticized and attacked that those things that could cause them to want to be bitter then they see good and it reminds them that there's people out here doing good works showing God's love and grace and kindness doing good takes the focus off of the offense and shifts it into helping others see that's the that's the that's the the magic right there i mean it really is a magical thing to say i'm going to turn this bitterness and i'm going to shift from that into goodness into kindness You meant it for evil, Joseph said, God meant it for good. Famous line, you meant it for evil. That's in Genesis, first book of the Bible, chapter 50, if you want to read about it. You meant it for evil. God turned it around for good. Things that are supposed to be bad, God can use for good. People have bad intentions. And by the way, I do think it's fair now to have to say this, that some of the things that happen uh, to you by people... uh, they may not have intended it the way it turned out. Now that doesn't mean that they're somehow absolved. doesn't mean they are no longer responsible because you know they might have gotten the ball rolling and then it ended up you know spiraling out in a way that maybe they had not planned or intended but they got that ball rolling in the first place. Who knows I'm not I can't speak to specific situations. I can only speak in generalities. but I can tell you that. Either way, whether they totally meant it or not, obviously it, it ended up hurting you and impacting your life in a negative way. But when you do good, you're, you're, you're counteracting that. And then here's another important part of it. And that is, is the aspect of being able to be thankful and have gratitude as a way, again, of counteracting the damage that bitterness can do to our souls, is to say gratitude is the antidote to bitterness. It's uh, very difficult to be bitter if you're grateful. So again, let's go back. Joseph says, you meant it for evil. And it was evil, what you did. But God used it for good. God turned it around. I'll, I'll say this. Maybe this is a whole nother episode. But the pandemic, as bad as it was, there are a lot of good things that came out of the pandemic. A lot of good things. That would not have happened most likely, let's say, I don't want to speak so definitively, most likely would not have happened if not for the pandemic. So something as bad as that turned around. I mean, here we are three years, it was three years ago, right? In March that this whole thing started and we heard that, you know, we're going to shut down temporarily and, you know, this thing's going to be over and it's not going to be over. Not that, not, not, you know, not nearly as quickly as we had hoped but good things came out of it. There are good things to be thankful for in spite of the hurts and the offenses that you have experienced in your life. And you can choose to excessively complain about all the things wrong, or you can choose to purposely look for things to be thankful for and to have gratitude about. One way to counteract this bitterness is to just take time each day to note the positive things that happen because the more we note the positives and we're thankful you know there's a famous scripture in the Bible about prayer um, and it it says with thanksgiving make your prayers and petitions known to God so where do we start? Uh, famous prayer Jesus taught everyone knows right Lord's Prayer our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name what does it mean to hallow God it means to ascribe greatness and and to God to thank God for his power and greatness and all the things that he does before we get into give us this day our daily bread you know and start asking God for all the things we need and want we start with thankfulness so if you start with thankfulness If you start with gratitude, if you start with noting the positive things, it's hard for bitterness to stay in your heart. I'd go so far as to say it's impossible. It's impossible for the bitterness to stay if there's gratitude and thankfulness in your heart. They can't coexist. The gratitude and thankfulness will push the bitterness out. Here's what I know. There's more good people than bad And there's more blessings than hurts. There's more good people than bad. There's more blessings than hurts. That's it. Whatever's happened to you that's caused you to be bitter, here's what I can say to you. There's been more blessings in your life than the bad things. And if you just take time long enough to kind of catalog that or reflect on that, you'd, you'd, you'd know it's true. So don't allow the bitterness to take root inside of your heart. Don't allow it. Life's too short to live it with bitterness and resentment and anger and all those negative things that motions that flow out from that awful root called bitterness that chokes out everything good and just spreads like a cancer. Focus on being thankful, having gratitude. Look for the positive things. Look for the blessings. Look for the blessings. And then you won't have the bitterness because life's too short to be bitter. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in. And we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.